what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but a merry heart makes like medicine, and all of us can use more of that. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. In regards to the news, hey, remember this. A merry heart makes like medicine, but a dreary heart makes like poison. And we can all use less of that. Thank you very much. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because I won the host a radio show contest on the David Spoon experience. Get it? Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. The David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400,000 milliseconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. I'm not sure why we have to say a lot more once you say that. Doesn't that pretty much just sum it up? That's a nice disclaimer. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what we're doing. You know what does? Radio is cans and a string. That's what we're doing. Best we can. Professional radio. Professional radio at its professional best. That's how it goes. Here's the bottom line. Because we don't know what we're doing, we have no idea what's going to happen. You see how one leads into the other? And uh, honestly, we don't care. Here's the the truth. For the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through that process. Like, here is a simple question. Ready? Are we doing our work as the body of Christ grows when each part does its work? Are we doing our work in the body of Christ to help it grow? Does that mean that you need to be a church flower? No. It does mean that you need to be in some form of fellowship. That's what it means. Hey, if you've got a thought, a question, if you've got an opinion, a comment, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want you to reach out to us. There's a bunch of different ways to do that. The first way you can do it is you can make a phone call. Yes, it's a phone call. 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Amazingly, when you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. All right, talking to Dynamite D is that, that first moment of clarity when you wake up. And somebody has made you breakfast. Oh, wow. That sounds good. <laughs> like a, wait, what's that? What? Man. Hello. All right. You can also text us live during the show. Now, if you're going to text us, this is the number to text. Not call. Okay. Not call. You text 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Professional voice now. 214 214- 
8483. Okay. Also, you can send us an email, David at he must org. That's David at he name. My name, nothing before it, nothing after, David, at he must increase.org. We're going to send you up to the website, tell you a couple things on the website that are very important. Very excited because the app, the Apple app, is in route. will be done in the next two or three days. I am excited about that. Website's had some other uh, updates. Very excited about that. Don't forget about our speaking engagement uh, May 21st. At Stillwater Community Church, the information is also on the website. Plus, of course, on the website is a place to give. You can either give directly through the website or get information on how to give. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. I just love that one. That is by far the best. That always makes me dance. Yeah. I mean, I, we could do that one. We could use that multiple times. Jennifer, anything like that. That's so good. I love that. All right. A couple things to update you on real quickly. Everybody needs to be praying for people in the audience. So when you're listening to the show, people will call in. They'll answer trivia. They'll ask for prayer requests. They'll share praise reports. We'll talk about different people. When you hear somebody, what I want you to do is also, also always listen and see, oh, you know, I could pray for that person. That's a good idea. Because the scriptures command us to take care of one another, to bless one another, to pray for one another, to love on one another. That's part one. Part two, we've been asking people, and we'll do so all month long, to pray for other ministries. Now, what that means is not just this ministry— I assume, yes, I know it's dangerous, to, uh, to for most of you that you're praying for the ministry. I want you to pray for other ministries, not just your church— other ministries that are helping advance the kingdom of God. Become a partner with them through prayer. It's worthy and worthwhile to get behind ministries that are advancing the kingdom of God, period. Okay? So we encourage you on all of that stuff. There is a minor possibility that one of my nieces is listening today, and if so, howdy duty. That's what I'm going to give you. That would be a big blessing. Yeah, howdy duty. That's all you get. It's like giving. You know what you get when you give to us? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> That's what it is. In the meantime, let's jump into the text. There's so much going on, and I'm so excited for the great things that the Lord is doing in different people's lives. But I also simultaneously carry the heaviness or the burden that some people are really going through a tough time. I know. I've been through many tough times. Every day, I don't, you know, I come on the air and I, and I try and encourage. That's part of what I do. But that doesn't mean I don't go through the, the you know, difficulties just like everybody else. And so you feel that burden. You carry that burden. But where do you go when the joy gets taken away? Where do you go when things get siphoned out? Where do you go when you can't find the answers? You go to him who created life because he has the answers for your life. That's why you do that. Okay, we are in 2 Corinthians, we are in chapter 4, and we are in verse 13. So you'll hear me make a disclaimer when I start teaching on this, you'll understand when we get there, but here we go in this process. Verse 13 of 2 Corinthians, and we are in chapter 
4, and it says, In keeping with what was written, I believed, therefore I have spoken. We who have the same spirit of faith also believe and therefore speak. Now here's the disclaimer. I am not, nor have been, nor really desire to entertain a name it and claim it type of mindset. It's just not. You know, it's just because everything and name it and claim it is about positive you making money and having big banks and this and cars and this. With very few times in name it and claim it, do they say, "Make me like Jesus"? I want to suffer like He did. <laughs> even though, even though the Scripture says that's a privilege, even though that's what the Scripture says, people are like, "Nah, I don't want, I don't want that." <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like choosing. It's like the cafeteria gospel. What's in the cafeteria? Whatever you want to put on your tray. You see, ah, you got to watch that. No cafeteria gospel, okay? Either take it or you reject it. Either say yes or say no. There is no maybe either. So in the process of this, I want to make sure everybody understands. Paul goes, I believe, therefore I have spoken. This is a direct quote from Psalm 116, verse 10. Paul didn't make this up. This is a Psalm 116.10 reference. And we've covered this before. This passage gives credit that our confession needs to be in sync with God's desires. What we believe we should speak. Even, uh-oh, here comes the toe-stepping, even if it's offensive to the world. In truth, the Bible teaches this in Luke 6, 26. Woe unto you when all men speak well of you. If you want everybody to like you, you best not be a Christian. Just, just reject Jesus and go to hell because that's the only solution you have if you're going to be a people, a people pleaser. That's all you got. Here's where it comes down to it. You may want to be a blessing to people in their in their lives, and they might be different people at different levels and different categories in your lives. And there's nothing wrong with that. But you can't live your life to please others. If you're going to do that, you're going to have a problem with God. And he's the one that gave you life. And so for you not to honor him with your life is disgraceful. And most of us who are listening are mature enough to go, yeah, that's not a good idea. Now, you're going back to the passage. So Paul says, you know, he quotes Psalm 116.10, I believe, therefore I have spoken. He says this, we who have the same spirit of faith, making that reference to the same spirit of faith of King David, we also believe and therefore we speak. Guess what? You speak your faith. You speak it. And we've talked a lot about this, and I'll, I'll redo this probably down the road, but, you know, the great connection between your mind and your heart. So if you put your hand on your heart, now watch, watch this, watch this illustration through radio, theater of the mind. Put your hand on your heart. Now, for those of you who have got it on the left or right side, it's in the center. Okay, so anyway, put your hand on the heart. Now, put your hand on your forehead. Put your hand on your forehead. What is in between your two hands? Your mouth. You know what connects your mind and your heart? Your heart? Your words. You can't get away from that. That's a physiological truth. There's nothing. It's okay. And so in your heart and in your mind, it's like, what? Well, I got it in my mind, but I can't get it in my heart. Or I've got it in my heart, but I can't get it in my mind. Start speaking it. Now, does that, again, mean positive confession? No, you speak what you believe. You speak the truth. You speak the truth, and guess who hears it twice? You do, in your left and right ear when you speak the truth. You hear it. 
then you hear you saying it, and it reinforces it. That's why. You think, well, you know, can that be for for positive uh, response to prayer? Of course. But your prayers are always what? Surrendered to the Lord. Pray as much as you want, just like Jesus prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane, but then said, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. That's called submission. Okay? All right. Take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the Internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no baloney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, if anybody gets offended at this, I apologize that you have no sense of humor. Okay. Uh, like that? That's a good line. <laughs> bam, bam. All right. Uh, here's the first one. A pastor was leaving his area and was saying farewell to his congregation at the church door for the last time. He shook the hand of an elderly lady as she walked out. She said, your successor won't be as good as you. Well, nonsense, said the pastor in a flattered tone. No, really, said the old lady. I've been here under five different ministers, and each new one has been worse than the last. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! But this one, this is the one that's going to offend people, which is irony, right? Because that's more offensive than this is, and this is just too. F- and if you guys get offended at this, I, you know, take a take a week off the show. <laughs> but, uh, it seems there was a minister who had just all of his remaining teeth pulled, and new dentures were being made. The first Sunday, he only preached ten minutes. The second Sunday, he preached 20 minutes. But the third Sunday, he preached an hour and 25 minutes. When asked about this by some of the congregation, he responded this way. The first Sunday, my gums were so sore it hurt to talk. The second Sunday, my dentures were hurting a lot. The third Sunday, I accidentally grabbed my wife's dentures, and I couldn't stop talking. Welcome back 
to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're getting ready for our first trivia question. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, For where your treasure is, there will blank also. <gasps> Ooh, you got to answer this one. Ooh, wowza. Okay. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, For where your treasure is, there will blank, 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 blank also. If you think you know the answer, you can call in at 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-210. 8483. As well, you can send an email, David, at he must increase.org. Here is our DNA. By the way, a lot of people don't know how the DNA got invented or created. It was talking to my brother Billy on the phone. We were, I was driving back from uh, one of the shows, and uh, he was uh, getting overwhelmed with all the stuff on the news and everything. And he goes, I just want to know how to approach it. You know, how do you approach every day as a Christian and not lose it? Pretty great question. Yeah, it's a great question. This is where DNA came from. And uh, it just kind of morphed into something better, I I think, because the original answer was a little more rough, but then it got better. Uh, Here it is, DNA, D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day that ends in Y, spend some time with a guy in the sky. N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never. If the world doesn't like it, tough. They don't have a heaven to put you in. And A, always be ready. To serve. To serve. OPM, other people matter, which is significant because when you put all your energies into yourself, first of all, you find a lot more disappointment. Second, you'll find a lot more uh, tension and you find a lot more discomfort. You find a lot more frustration and anxiety. But when you pour into others, you find this release that gives you an ability to joy, enjoy other people and join them in their struggles, in their triumphs, and it strengthens you, and you're sowing into the kingdom of God, and therefore you can reap from the kingdom of God people praying for you and caring about you as well. Okay? That's well said right there. Uh, again, trivia question, the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus said, for where your treasure is, there will blank, 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 blank. Also, I'm not looking for a perfect, you know exactly what I'm looking for. You guys can figure that out. Let's go back into the text because this text is just, oh, it's just wonderful. Here we go. In the next portion, right after Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, I believe Therefore, I have spoken, that's Psalm 116, verse 10. We have the same spirit of faith. We also believe, and therefore we speak. Verse 14, knowing, uh uh-oh, knowing, uh uh-oh, knowing that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and present us with you in his presence. All of this is for your benefit. So I want to say the nicest possible, I want to say this the nicest possible way. 
Paul is reiterating through the, the leading of the Holy Spirit, through the verbal plenary process of the Holy Spirit, using him without losing his personality, using him to communicate the message of God. And he says, knowing, this is something we should know, not wonder, but know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us up. You are going to resurrect Now, I'm not sure why we hesitate when we read this. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that will raise you and me from the dead. The power is no different. The power of the Holy Spirit will say, rise, and you will rise, and that will be it. And what we should be aware of is that's the power that operates in our lives. And we're trying to figure out how to get through a day. Let's see. The power that resurrects Jesus Christ and the power that Jesus operated through. Just think about it. That's what's in you. You You don't lack anything but more of God. That's what we all lack. More of God, closer to the Lord. And so then Paul writes this, and he doesn't even, it's, there's, no, there's no hesitation. He goes, all this is for your benefit. <laughs> you know what this is for? You. This isn't for Jesus. This isn't for God. This is for you. It's for you because the Lord loves you, because the Lord wants you to be okie-dokie and wants you to walk with him. And so it's all of this is for your benefit. Now watch this last line. Ready? Oh, you thought that was good? Watch this last line. So that the grace that is extending to more and more people may overflow in thanksgiving to the glory of God. So first he says, all this is for your benefit. Everything God does, plans, coordinates, adjusts, maneuvers, arranges, or determines, that's for our benefit. That's cool. But then he says, grace that is, ex- that is being extended person to person may overflow in thanksgiving. The purpose of grace is not so that we can just be in this great, I know how to receive position. The purpose of grace is to lead to thanksgiving unto God and to bring glory that's due his name. That's why the Lord pours his grace out. And you receive that grace, and I receive that grace. Sometimes we don't do that good a job of receiving it, but you know, a lot of times we receive it. And the purpose of the outpouring of the grace of God is defined in this text. That people may overflow in thanksgiving to the glory of God. You want to know why grace is being poured out upon you? Because you're worthy? (laughs) You look in the mirror lately? Have you done an inventory of your sins? Okay. How about an honesty check? Are you worthy of all the goodness that God has poured out upon you? No. So we've said this many times before, and we want to say it many more times. So how then do we respond when the grace of God is poured out upon us and when the mercy of God shines upon us and the compassions of God are new every morning and we wake up refreshed and restored and renewed by the grace of God and the enemy comes against us and we know we're in a battle and we're overcoming because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the testimony of our mouths. Oh, that's another part about our confession. And so we we understand that. I just realized that. 
it's deeply connected to revelation. So the, the, the bottom line of that whole process is how we respond is, you know what you do? You say, thank you. That's what you do. And all of a sudden, passages like Ephesians 5.20 that teach us to be thankful in our situations, or how about this, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, and everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. How many things is everything? I don't know. More than we're doing now. <laughs> how about that? That's my answer. More than we're doing now. And we've, you know, at, at, at least we can understand as the grace of God is being poured out upon us, we have a response. There is something the Lord would like us to do. He doesn't want us to go, I deserve it. Me worthy. I'm worthy. Of, oh, come on. What he wants us to do is he wants us to say, thank you, Lord, for doing that, for pouring out your grace, for getting me through point A to point B for bringing me out of this and bringing me into this and for protecting me from this. And, Lord, I might be in the middle of the waters now and they might be up to my neck, but I know you're going to get me through the rest of the waters. And if I don't walk through the waters, you will, you know, separate the waters. And if you don't separate the waters, you'll send me a submarine. You don't send me a submarine, you send me a boat. You send me something. Because that's the goodness and the grace of God. And so you know what you do? You say, thank you. That's what you do. All right, somebody's ready to answer a trivia question. We got one minute to go, so let's have them send on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Well, well hi, David. This is Cordelia, and I'm going to answer the question. All right, Cordelia. I love when you call, so I never <laughs> want you to hesitate. It's such a blessing to hear your voice. All right, okay. here, here we go. Here we go. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, For where your treasure is, there will. Your heart be also. That is correct, Ramondo! <laughs> exactly right. And people don't realize it's like, look at that. Where your treasure is, you follow. What you think is treasure value, you follow. Well, if you treasure value the kingdom, you follow into the kingdom. That's the key. That's right. Absolutely. Excellent and job. And thank you for praying for Joy, my sister, who's been going through a hard time. Thank uh, you very, very much. You are very, very welcome. Thank and you. everybody will continue to pray for her. And we love her and we love you. And you guys are fantastic. Okay? Uh, okay. Thanks so much. All right. Thank God you. Bless. Have a great day. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. I'm going to take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? When you are in the presence of the Lord and his presence is strengthening you, and we talked about that can happen through the word of God, through prayer, and through fellowship. And then you go through some process where somebody sends you a text or somebody sends you a letter or somebody calls you or somebody sends you an email or somebody looks at you funny or somebody kind of glances or somebody says something about you or you hear something about yourself or you eat the wrong kind of tacos and you just feel bad and the joy is sucking away at the moment. Here is the answer while the devil is trying to take your joy away. Here is the key for the next 365 days for your life. When the devil takes the joy away by robbing you, you go back into the presence of God again. 
When the devil comes in and robs you and takes that joy, will you get up off your duff or your blessed assurance and you go into the presence of God again, be it prayer, be it Bible, be it fellowship, be it worship, be it whatever. I don't care. Get up and get back in the presence of God again. And when the devil comes around the second time and knocks on your door and you open it and he takes it from you again, then you get off your blessed assurance again and you get back into the presence of God again. And when he does it a third time, you do it again. And when he does it a fourth time, you do it again. Because the strength of the Lord is in the joy of the Lord, which is found in the presence of the Lord. And when he comes a-robbing, you go to refill. When the tank is empty, put gas in it. When you're depleted, fill it up. And you think, well, I can't do that. Why not? You did it the first time. Yes, but that was special. Why? Because you tried? Try again. But you don't understand. No, I don't care. That's much, much more heartless to say that, huh? That's a good one. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I, don't, I care about the truth. I don't care about somebody's, well, my perception, well, good for you. God bless you. When you can figure out that you can argue with God, let me know how that goes. If you win that argument, you come back. You can take the throne. But you ain't going to win it. So when the enemy comes and he comes a stealing, you do exactly what you need to do to take it back. If he steals from you, you take it right back. Why? Because you can. Because he's not empowered to keep it from you. He's empowered to take it momentarily. You're empowered to take it right back. Take it. The David Spoon Experience. 770 KAAM Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.